We are not reinventing what a fork is, how people use a spoon. But what we are doing is we are creating kits that allow people to purchase based on their actual needs, based on their life stage and where they are at that point. Welcome to Uncooked, a podcast serving up raw insights for marketers as we hear the unfiltered truth from industry experts, brands, and the target audiences we serve in their own words. I'm your host, Jacqueline Lieberman, and today on Uncooked, my guests are Lyle Maltz and Sam Dumas, co-founders of the direct-to-consumer tabletop company called Leeway Home. The company emerged from a desire to change a very conventional category like tableware, throwing away all the rules for functionality and how people shop for it. Today, we're discussing how Leeway is rising to the occasion to meet a new wave of consumers who don't want to be put in a box or be put in a service of 12 is more like it. This is part one of an inspiring entrepreneurial story that is still unfolding as I speak. Lots to get to, so let's dig in. Thank you so much for being here. It's so great to see your faces. Why don't you introduce yourselves to the audience and just give us a quick backstory as to how you ended up being a married couple now in business together. Anyway, it kind of seems unbelievable. We've known each other for about eight years now, married for almost six. We've kind of had this shared dream and goal of starting a business together one day. We didn't know what it was going to look like when we first kicked the idea around years and years ago, but it was always a goal of ours. So we're really happy to now be in this position where we are not only sharing our our personal lives, but also our professional lives, which has been a really exciting, sometimes (laughs) roller coaster ride, really super positive. And we're so happy to to now be doing this together. We've been toying around with the idea or the understanding, we'll say, that we knew we wanted to work together. I make this joke probably too often, but there's about an eight-year age gap between the two of us. I'm younger, Lyle's a bit older. And so that was really the... I know, he loves when I mention that. That It's only about seven years, by the way. That was really the limitation for myself in those early years. You know, we had wanted to start a business. We wanted to work on concepting it, but I just didn't have or feel like I had the level of experience to sort of grit understanding of different facets of business in general to give it a go on my own. And so I really wanted to hone in on my own skills so that I could come to the table with a business partner, forget if he was my husband, but come to the table as an equal business partner. And it was 2019 that we knew life was just changing. We were itching to get out of the city and we knew that that was our opportunity. I love it. So why don't you guys introduce Leeway Home as a brand to the audience? What is Leeway Home exactly? Well, in a nutshell, Leeway Home is a digitally native home brand, and our core proposition is bringing together the key categories of tabletop, ceramics, glassware, and flatware into all-in-one kits for setting your table. The important part for us is understanding that consumers live very different lives depending on what stage they're in, what age they're at, what their limitations may be based on the size of their space, the current financial responsibilities they have. And so to create a brand around products that everyone uses, everyday pieces that everyone uses no matter what their limitations are or where they live. But by creating a brand around it that is more flexible, is more free, that drops the rules and really just prioritizes an ease, a convenience, a multifunctionality of those pieces uh, with a brand spirit that feels inherently different than what has been found in this space for decades. Before we go on, let's just spend a moment and talk about tableware traditions. 
Basically, since the beginning of time, tableware has been a definitive marker of social standing. Full sets of cutlery made of precious metals and then passed down by generations. Bridal registries has always contained these patterns of fine china, and it's only used in reserve for holidays or the quote-unquote good company. And according to the wedding registry website Zola, only a third of first-time brides even register for the fine stuff anyway. And I'm sure that that reported stat, calling out first-time brides, I'm willing to bet that doesn't even include gay couples. And we all know that even single people and couples living in sin need to eat and drink too, don't they? (laughs) But the category has always made those consumers virtually invisible. It's like, here's the fine china for the married people, and then everybody gets what's left. Leeway Home is changing all of that. As cultural norms continue to evolve, so do the standards for what goes on the table, regardless of your personal status. For us, it really boiled down to three key areas. The first was with the the experience of actually shopping for tabletop products. As we had mentioned, there are plenty of places to go to buy dinnerware, glassware, flatware. We are certainly not reinventing how people use a fork or when or how they use a plate, for instance. But what we are doing, first and foremost, is we wanted to change the experience. And by change, what we are doing is we truly from soup to nuts, wanted to make it easier to shop for the category, to find the pieces that work for you. By following a kitting model, as Lyle mentioned, by culling together the three core categories of ceramics, glassware, and flatware, we combine them into eco-friendly kits with low quantities, so in sets of two or four, depending on the kit. And by piecing it all together, it provides uh, an opportunity for the consumer to spend less time figuring out what they may need And it really prioritizes where they are in that stage of life. We are not reinventing what a fork is, how people use a spoon. But what we are doing is we are creating kits that allow people to purchase based on their actual needs, based on their life stage and where they are at that point. What does it look like today for people who haven't actually shopped in the category for a while? There's a few different ways to go about that. So the traditional model of shopping for dinnerware a lot of people would go to department stores. There are a few pitfalls of that experience. The first is that over 70% of what is found in department stores falls into the formal China or formal wear category. Conversely, a very low percentage of folks, around 30%, are even registering for that type of dinnerware. And so you're seeing a misalignment of what's on offer versus what people are actually looking for. The onus is really on the consumer to decide how many pieces of what to buy. Things are sold in different quantities. Are they going to look good together or not? It's a lot of pressure. And then outside of that, I think the way that people live is completely different person to person. We're New Yorkers. So the first apartment I had in the city was a tiny studio. I didn't even have a table. So the idea of (laughs) how to set a table was something that didn't even factor into my thought process when I was shopping. But you needed to eat. Yeah, and drink. But I didn't need a dinner plate and a side plate and a mug and a a saucer and all of the things that come in these traditional settings. What I needed were multifunctional pieces that weren't going to take up a ton of cabinet space because I really didn't have any. So for me, the idea of buying one of these large four or eight setting kits or boxes didn't really resonate. What I would have 
preferred at that point was something like our entry, which is really your kind of starter. And it's meant to provide you with the pieces that you need in that sort of streamlined moment in your life to set the foundation that you can then expand on. So the idea that everybody's looking for exactly the same thing is something that we push really hard against because it's just not true. What I really love about this conversation is how Leeway Home is showing empathy in the form of product creation. They identify the problem that comes with finding the right tableware and created a solution that addresses the traditional pain points from the consumer's point of view. I mean, think about it. You just moved into a small apartment or a second home, and who needs this place setting for eight or for 12? And what they're doing is they're redefining even what a place setting means for the modern consumer. The last time that I was served coffee with a cup and saucer is either at a restaurant or my uncle's house, who's he's in his 80s. What's up, Uncle Joe, if you're listening? But seriously, Leeway is a great example of creating an entire business around a consumer pain point. I love that. There are two sides to that. There's sort of what's expected or what you are used to from what your parents have done and what their parents did and how people register and this kind of just, I'm just going to do the same thing that everybody has done. And then outside of that, there isn't really a lot on offer that goes beyond that kind of traditional place setting. So even the idea of it is hard to find. If you are a renegade who wants to push against the kind of the idea of the traditional, it's even difficult to find the things that you're looking for in an easy way. You probably have to go and search for it. And we're people who love to search. And it was hard for us even to find the things that we liked the most. Um, I can only imagine if you don't really care about it and you don't have the time to do it, how hard it must be. It's the type of thing where I would just push it off until, oh, I'll do that next week and I'll do that next week, whatever. And then you never really get around to it. We don't like that. We want people to have pieces that they really love, that fit their lifestyle. And we want to make it really easy to do so. That's kind of the general thinking behind the way. I love it. I think that's so great. A simple concept but it turns out to be, I'm sure, complicated in practice and trying to pull yeah, off it. So we'll talk about that. Let's start with, how did you come up with the name of Leeway Home? We care a lot about the connective tissue between a name and the meaning of the brand and the products you're selling. We had spent a lot of time figuring out a name that we felt inherently tied back to the brand and its spirit. We had a tremendous amount of trouble over the course of about eight months when it came to trademarking said names. We went through 11 different names for the company, many, many thousands of dollars that we did not have as early (laughs) stage founders in the middle of fundraising a pre-seed round. Yeah. (laughs) But we were on the phone with our lawyer, you know, with the stopwatch in hand, trying to not go past (laughs) the the 15 minutes. And just quite frankly, incredibly frustrated. Lyle muted the phone and just said something along the lines of, I cannot blank believe that this is so difficult and there's no leeway in any direction. And right when he said it, we both stopped. We just looked at each other. Granted, we were on a phone call. And I. it was an unspoken understanding that if that name allowed us to move forward, it was the perfect name. I love those aha moments. I'm such yeah. a brand geek that I actually just had chills right now. I was like, oh, that's yeah. not- I, I think Jacqueline, we would have chills too, but it's a bit more of that like fear gulp that happens. I'm like, oh my God, I can't. Yeah. I think it's available. The URL is available. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I will say that it taught us how to really work through a problem and not give up and not just pivot for pivot's sake, but really 
stick to and figure it out. And did we think that the name at the start was going to be that first moment? No, but in hindsight, it did set us up for what was to come, which were so many other hurdles. And so it kind of set the tone in a positive way, but based on a bit of hardship at the beginning. I think the silver lining is, as Sam said, every time we came up with a name, we would build a whole brand concept around it. So we really dug deep over and over and over again to understand what were the things that kept popping up that we really wanted our brand to stand for? What could we kind of push aside that mm-hmm. maybe we would have, wrongly or not, you know, sort of employed if we had gone with one of those earlier names or if it had been or a prioritized. Yeah. And so I think we did a whole brand exercise with you. I think that the core tenets of what we discussed in that exercise were things that we really spent a lot of time developing and thinking about. And the things that mattered clicked into place when we found the name that ultimately became the name of our brand. So... It was a good exercise in hindsight, maybe frustrating while it was happening, but I'm I'm glad we did it as a silver lining. So yes, the foundational work that's so important that a lot of times it gets rushed through, but when you take the time to really do it, sometimes when you're either forced to do it or it just, or because you have to do it or you want to, it's just necessary because it just saves you time later. The brands who take time to think about their brand purpose, which is why they exist beyond making money or the ones that really articulate not just their values, but what do those brand values actually mean? For example, every brand workshop I've ever done, a brand inevitably had quality as a brand value. My role would be to probe further to say, let's go beyond the word and get to the heart of it. Well, why is quality a value? What do you do exactly to ensure that quality is delivered in every single thing you do? That's when we start to get somewhere. The foundational work I did with Sam and Lyle, it was meant to do just that. Put some meat around the bones of their brand values so they become ownable specifically to Leeway. And then it sets the standard for how the brand and employees should behave. What I love about what you guys are doing with Leeway Home is that It's just such a category that I feel like no one really thinks about unless you you are in a very specific life stage. What I love about it is that when I think about people who are trying to or thinking about a business idea and they're young entrepreneurs or even older entrepreneurs and they're thinking about why would I ever go into that category? There's so many established players there. And so I would love to understand just a little bit about your thought process in those early days of realizing that there was a a problem that you wanted to solve and how you didn't get discouraged knowing that casual tableware is not a new concept, but it definitely needed an upgrade, which is what you're doing. So can you talk a little bit about that? What we knew to be the piece that allowed us to competently move forward was changing the way that our brand was positioned and perceived in relation to all of the others. We were not about the rules of table setting. We were not telling you where to eat or how to eat, or what to eat. We were simply providing a freedom and a flexibility and a spirit that I believe consumers nowadays need more than ever. It's you do you, we'll do the rest. You live where you live, with whom you live with, and we will provide the products that fit into your lifestyle. And so I think that when we're speaking about blazing a trail in a category that has existed for decades, We felt really confidently that as two guys who are married, who have been 
together in the early 20s, now in their 30s, and have moved from one life stage to another to another, we felt confident that there wasn't a brand and a product that would speak to us back in our early 20s and today. And so that spirit and that brand development was critical. It's a very present category in almost everybody's life. The predominant message that we were seeing was this idea of perfection. How to set the perfect table. And for us, perfect is not a beautifully matched set and every glass is the same. And, you know, it's a pristine white and pressed napkins and a gorgeous tablecloth. Like that's great in a certain setting. We're all about that too. But there is the other side of it, which is that not everybody has time to set that perfect table. People are busy. People have other things to think about. And sometimes the idea of mismatched is perfect too. So for us, perfect is whatever it is to you, to us, to you, to our customers. So us, as owners of a brand, trying to tell our customers how they should be setting their perfect table was just something that we never wanted to be the message of leeway. What we want to do is be able to provide people with the ability to set whatever table works for them or whatever they desire. And I think that it is that connection between the table and the people who are sitting around it that for us felt really important. We looked at a lot of catalogs from brands that are out there in the home space, whether it's tabletop or beyond, and it always seemed to be this kind of pristine, gorgeous setting with no people. For us, that also seems like a little bit of a disconnect. Who lives in this house? Who's setting this table? You know, where is this dinner party happening? Who are people sitting around the table and how are they engaging with the product? That was important for us to be able to communicate. And that's why you'll see our ad campaigns and our website. We lean really heavily into the people engaging with the products. And I'm happy to say that those people are not just models. They're real people. They're friends of ours. And they all have stories behind the way that they engage with Leeway and the other products in their home, which we love. Okay, so as we wrap up part one of our conversation with Lyle and Sam, I want to bring a few things to your attention. First is, the early success of Leeway Home is largely built on the connection between the company's beliefs and thinking about the experience of who is actually sitting around the table. And yes, Lyle and Sam were inspired by their own experiences and passions, but you can hear in their conversations about tableware and the whole purchasing experience that Leeway Home is not about them. This brand spends less time trying to convince you which product is best and more time being that one friend who tells you really what you need. And while being a startup can be daunting, Sam and Lyle took the time to lay the foundation and articulate their brand purpose and values. My belief is brands can plan once and pivot literally forever. If you get it right the first time, there's no need to reinvent your marketing every year. This is the core of what I do for my clients, and I love every second of it. In our next episode with Leeway, we explore what it takes to communicate that deep understanding of your customer to the rest of your team and how it drives other facets of the business, including product design, vendor relationships, and more. This has been an episode of Uncooked. I'm Jacqueline Lieberman, founder and chief strategist at Brand Crudo, a marketing consultancy. You can learn more about what I do at brandcrudo.com. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review this episode. I'd really appreciate it. Thanks so much for listening.